Hello everyone, it is Saturday, June 10th. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by peanut M&Ms, despite the fact that I, I, I should say we, but no, no, I will be eating them. These are my candies. I, ha I have no doubt. <laughs> I have no doubt. She will be eating the majority, if not oh, all, yes. of the peanut M&Ms. I, I would say the whole episode, but I don't think it's going to make it past, like, the two-minute mark. This this is not a sizable bag, in my opinion. Well, we got the we got the 120 grams, so... Yeah, 20 not enough. 20 grams not every enough. 10 seconds means 60 <laughs> seconds they are gone. Um... <laughs> So we'll hold off on opening them right away. Peanut M&M. We, we will not be holding off. We are we are definitely ripping in. Okay, so while you get into that, oh. I will introduce What's your favorite the week that we're on. What's your favorite M&M? The peanut ones, which no, I no, doubt no, 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 will no. be entering no, my no, mouth. No, no, like the little cartoony logo-y type. Oh, green one. Green one, She's yeah? hot She's as shit. Sassy. She is the coolest one. She's sassy. I also you know like who, brown. Do you know I also who, like brown. Do you know who annoys me? The yellow one. It's his voice. Dopey? It's his voice. I like everything. We like, know I don't who even, it is. I don't well. even mind the rest of it. It's the fact that he's like, like he, the fact that they put like a dopey voice on him is what's annoying to me. Who voices the M and M? I don't know. It's not important. Well, it's Thingy Williams is the green one. Vanessa Williams. Yeah. 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 Which is perfect. Anyway, point is, this week is not sponsored by M&M's, even though we haven't stopped talking about them. <laughs> this week is Sports Week. And each week we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable to us. Yay, Sports Week! Yes. I, it's the only This is something I, like. I fought for, because I wanted this weeks ago, and you're like, like, no, 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 let's movies. do other stuff. I like sports movies. You even don't really. I don't like sports, but I like sports movies. Yeah. The so, camaraderie of it all. I don't like sports TV shows because it feels like sports where it's dragging on too long. Anyway, <laughs> we also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories surrounding interpreting different pop culture items. And last but not least, we will play a quick, well, I say quick with very large It is our longest segment every week, so... We'll play a round of Twin yeah. Twist the Sister, where one of us loves something that the other one hates, or hasn't seen, or dislikes for some random Or feels reason. mediocre about and we will open it up to you, our loyal, lovely listeners, to actually uh, make the call in our poll to decide which sister is right, which is You're me. such a suck-up. Our lovely listeners who love listening to us, I hope you pick me. I'm not That's what that, that level is. of heat. Here, eat, a, eat an m and I don't want the orange one. I want my You don't want the orange one? Well, you get what you get. I want to pick my own M&M, and I don't get upset. Okay, you just don't want me to talk now. That's what this is. <laughs> Here you go. So go away. <laughs> so... For our, our pop culture artifact, <laughs> excuse me. You, you can't, it's like you've got marbles in yeah, your mouth. You've totally messed with my voice. I shared, okay? Now that I'm thinking about it, this was a bad decision to do during a podcast because they're relying on our voices and all they're hearing is blah 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 blah. Yeah. They sound like the parents and the peanuts. Alright, so what is our first item? So, pop culture artifact. From what I understand, you first watched this when you were sick on the TV. Oh, yeah. Like, really, really sick. But it made me feel better. And the first time I watched it, I, I was didn't, like I'd never four. heard of it. Never I was like four. It. And I loved it. We are talking about the Sandlot. We gotta get that ball back. Oh, yeah, right. Good one, Small. Huh? Yeah, good one, Small. Yeah. Hey, Shelby, forget about it, man. Let's get another ball. No, you don't understand. Sure we do. You feel bad because you built it a homer and now we can't play no more. No, you don't understand. That wasn't my ball. 
do you mean that wasn't your ball? It was my stepdad's. I stole it from his trophy room. It was a present or something. Somebody gave it to him. But we gotta get it back. He's gonna kill me! Listen to me, Smalls. It's the matter of life and death. Where did your old man get that ball? What? I don't know. Some lady gave it to him. Why? What? Uh, yeah, she even signed her name on it. Some lady named Ruth. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth! Now, not a lot of people know what the Sandlot is, which I think is a travesty all of its own. What do you mean that not a lot of people know what the Sandlot is? You, it, how many people do you say? You're kidding you me! Seen? You're kidding me, Smalls! You're, you're killing me. You're, you're not kidding, kidding me! me. <laughs> are they are they fishermen by the sea? What is wrong with you? I'm, I'm, I'm you're trying killing to me, off. Smalls! I'm trying to play off of it. Oh. You're oh, kidding me! You're that's kidding what you're me. doing. Whatever. It's too late. Yeah, sorry about that. Missed the mark. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, when I would ever try to talk about this movie with anybody, most of them don't know what I'm talking about, which I think is sad. Your generation is fucked. <laughs> All because of this. No other reason, just purely because you have not. How we've lost most of our lot? fan base right there. You know that, right? <laughs> no, they probably agree that that they're fucked too. Yeah, just for different reasons. Anyway, um, Sandlot is about. Uh, this new kid in town, just, he, he doesn't really know anybody, doesn't make any friends, and it's over the summer, and he sees these guys playing baseball in kind of like a abandoned diamond, they call it the Sandlot, and they just keep playing, they, it's not like there's any rules, they just play and play and play until they're exhausted, and they go home. They just love baseball. So he wants to kind of learn how to play, it's really embarrassing, he can't throw, he can't catch. Um, but he also needs someone to kind of he's believe a in him. He's nerd, though. He builds stuff and invents yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's, he's the robotic, he's like the original robotic nerd. Uh, and he has a new stepdad who doesn't really have the time to teach he, him how to play catch He's not a traditional like boy's boy. Yeah. And so his stepdad is like, eh. Mm. Anyway, um, this- Great scene, by the way, when he teaches him to play catch. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go on. Um, uh, but this guy, uh, Benjamin, or Benny, who is later the Jet Rodriguez. The unofficial leader of the pack. Yeah. He, he's clearly the oldest of the pack as well. Yeah. You, if you see this group, he's he's basically the tallest one. He looks like one he's in high school. One of them is 30, like a ringer. And yeah. the rest of them yeah. are in their teens. Yeah, he's, he's the one that when, you know, your kids are playing them... And you're like, they're playing adults. Like, yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's a dreamboat. Uh, his name, isn't his name like Mike Vitar or something? He's a know. total dreamboat. I think we talked about him when Nicole recorded with us uh, for the, the Trip to Lemadon episode. But uh, total dreamboat. Very much one of my first childhood crushes. Him and uh, Jeremy Sumter from Peter Pan, the live action. No, Peter Pan from he's, like, not in the, he's not in the same anyway, Stop point talking is, about point people is, that they are, they're, want to They're both dreamy boys. Um, and uh, I, as a kid watching it, I love baseball already, so it was just like feeding into my love of it. I don't, and I, I love, love it. It's my favorite sport. I love it so much. This movie is half a sports movie and, and half a, a camaraderie. A, mon a monster movie. Oh, don't say the They're monster. Mon movie. But the, the oh. comedy of the whole thing is that the monster is the neighbor's, like the neighbor to the sandlot, is a dog. Yeah. They act like, but he's called the Beast. The that's beast. how they refer to him. Because if a ball goes over, you ain't gonna get it back. Yeah. And that's the premise of the movie. A, he, should I ruin it? 
You can ruin it if you want to. Okay, spoiler alert. Not knowing, because he's a, a geeky kid that had, knows nothing about sports, he steals a Babe Ruth baseball from his stepdad. Well, it's not a Babe Ruth baseball. To it's play a baseball with. signed by Babe Ruth. It's not like he had his own. It's not like a Rawlings. To, to play with, with the team, and they knock it over the fence. And everybody goes like, oh, it's gone. Don't worry about it. And then he has to explain that it was a Babe Ruth baseball. And they go, oh my god, what did you do? They're like, you're dead meat. Yeah, and they gotta figure out a way to get it back. So, But they, as kids, they don't... Instead of just going and knocking on his door and asking him to go, you know, can we go into your yard, sir, and get the ball? They come up with extravagant They're ways. convinced that the neighbor is evil, the dog is evil, and they have to be clever and outsmart this dog. Which sounds like an easy enough task. No, it's not. But it is not for it's these hilarious. boys. Hilarious. I love this movie. And and the, and the whole time he befriends them as a result because of this. Because of the adventures that they're going yeah. on during this summer. I freaking love this movie. Um, it's I, a great, it's I, a fun ride of a movie. As you know, I love the, the baseball element of it because it just fed into my love of baseball already. And Darth but, Vader's in it too. Um, oh my god, get over that. Darth Vader's in it. Um, but I also, for me, it's also like the OG trash talking session, which now I don't appreciate, I didn't appreciate the one, you know, thing that he says that like, you play ball like like a girl, that, I knew that's what you would hate. I didn't like it even as a kid because I did feel when I was in school and I would try to play sports that the boys did have this attitude. Like if I was playing, they'd have to go easy on me. Or that, you know, I was going to be on the losing team, so I'd get picked, like, near the end. And that just, like, fed into my fire to be like, I'm going to screw all of you up. Which is why, like, by 8th grade... going to say something very different. By, by 8th grade... By 8th grade, she screwed all of them. <laughs> <laughs> by 8th grade, um, when we'd play basketball, I was known as being, like, the person that would foul because we didn't play, like, proper rules. I'd be the one that if you tried to get past me, I'd freaking shove your ass out the way... Because I'm playing defense, and you're, you know, you're in my turf. Yeah. I think but they weren't scared of me anymore. Well. You use your boobs to a certain extent. Like, oh, yeah. What, like the like the women in Austin Powers? Like, they were guns? Like, <laughs> what are no, you like, imagining? Yeah, were they you put the cushioning? There. Yeah, well, and, and they were like, oh, I can't touch that. Ah! And they just ran in the opposite direction. You make it sound like I was Godzilla, and they are the citizens <laughs> just fleeing. <laughs> no. Um... But yeah, I loved the OG trash talking minus the one remark. I liked the pool scene. I I liked that. The only thing that bothers me is the kind of bittersweet ending. But I think it's true the to life. The pool scene is adorable. Yeah. The um I like I like the whole thing. But my problem is that the end is kind of bittersweet for me because it's true to life, which I appreciate. But at the same time, it's sad just to think that. Because uh, at the end of it, the guy who plays Smalls. It, wait, it he, reminds me of Stand by Me. Yes, it does have the same feel. He lets you know what happened to everybody. You know, oh... This the, kid grew up and became a pharmacist. This kid grew up and married the town's, you know, only cheerleader. That kind of yeah. thing. But some of them you don't hear anything about. Like, they talk about... I think his name's Gertrude, the guy with the glasses. They talk about how he got really into the 60s and no one ever heard from him again. So you're like, is he dead? Like, then you're worried about that. <laughs> Another one... possible. You know, another one, uh, he moved away, became a wrestler. Another one moved away, they invented mini malls, all sorts of stuff like that. I liked that, but at the same time I thought that connection that they had that was, like, such a strong bond for this summer, 
obviously deteriorates. Like, this is as good that's, as it gets. That's true with, when it comes to kids, though. Yeah. I, I thought it was realistic, which I appreciated, but it also hurt. Like, that's why I said it's bittersweet. What is, what is Yeah Yeah's name? Yeah Yeah! That one. What's his name? Is he the one who gets in yeah, the yeah? 60s? No. Yeah Yeah, uh, yeah goes yeah into the military. Oh. Yeah Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop doing that. that. That's never in it. Yeah, yeah. He always goes yeah, yeah to everything. Yeah, but he doesn't say yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't say it like that. Stop <laughs> doing it, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. You do it one more time, I'm just gonna hit you to knock the batteries back, right? Violence. Um. You but, woke up and chose violence. Oh, whatever. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, one of I also love. Um, That's Inception. I just put that in yeah. your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I love specifically one of the things to do with Yaya's character is when they're like, "Oh my God, I could have brought my sister in, and she would have been a better player than." Are the M and M's gone? Have you already done it? No. They're gone, no. aren't they? What they're have not. you done? There's some left. I'm, I'm leaving it alone now. What is there, two? Yeah. I swear to God, Charles, there are two. Yeah, they're yours. Oh, thank you for Enjoy. giving me the green ones. Enjoy. You at love least, the green yeah, ones. Yeah, at least you gave me my favorites. Okay, now they're gone. <laughs> um, now it's back to marble talk. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite parts with that was he's like, you know, I could have brought my sister so she was a body in a field too, but that doesn't mean, you know, I did. And, he, and they're all like saying that Smalls is a waste of space and all this. But Benny sticks up for him, and he turns around and even says, yeah, you walk like a, you run like a duck. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but that's not the same. Like, he's trying to stick up for himself, which is, of course, is one of your situations. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, but I, in I, my I, situation. Yeah, you, you could say, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. can't stop saying yeah, yeah, and it's your fault. It's, I love that. And I love the kid that always repeats everything as well. Oh, to me and Tommy? Yeah. The Colossus of Clout. And he's right beside him. He goes, the Colossus of Clout! You can tell he's the older brother of the two. (laughs) The one that speaks and the other one just repeats him. Mm. Oh, God. It's a great movie. But yeah, great soundtrack as well. When you hear... Oh, it is a great soundtrack. When you hear Green Onions... When you hear Green Onions... You know what gets me? I'm there. You know what gets me? Tequila? No. Oh, I like tequila. No, the rate... Tequila is a great scene, too. We're not talking about the drink, by the way. The song, Tequila. Oh, Tequila well, probably gets you, te- too. Tequila? Yes. But say, tequila in a different way. For me. <laughs> in a different way. Um, uh, what was I saying? I've completely lost... It's like I drank tequila. You know what gets you? Remember. You know what gets you? Oh, the... the uh, what is he saying? The on the Fourth of July when the fireworks are going off. Yeah, he's he's the one that would have to call uh, them back. Ray, Ray, help me! What's his name? Ray Charles. Ray Charles, okay. thank you. Ray Charles singing. Oh, fuck's sake! I. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop trying. It's getting worse. I can't think of what the name of the song is, but that for some reason it just makes me. Feel nostalgic? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's the, like, You've the completely scene. ruined this. We're gonna, like, we're just gonna it's keep like saying, the scene yeah, yeah, yeah. In National Lampoon's, no. La- National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, there's a scene where, um, Chevy Chase is watching old tapes. Yeah. And. <laughs> yes. In the attic. In the attic. And a song plays, again, I think it's Ray Charles again. And he's transported to and that he's time. Transported, and so feelings. are you. So are you. Like, you go on the journey with them. Yeah, and I, I think the same thing happens because in that scene, they're all looking up at the fireworks. Yeah, and, and he's the one that something. would have to call them back because they'd be like, yeah. in a They're mesmerized. Mesmerized the by the fire in the sky. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
I love this movie. It's it's one of those things that makes it's a you classic. feel it's makes a, you feel young. It's an underrated classic, is what it is. Makes you feel young. Makes you think about what you felt when you were a kid. Yeah. Um, well, and for a great me, movie. the Sandlot has the same energy for me as like Now and Then, as Stand by Me. Those like because it's like, 50, 60s period. That like not even a trio, but like a group of kids just having the time of their lives. Yeah. While they can. Yeah. That's what it is. They're young. They don't even realize what they have. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. Like, Stand by me. Same sort of thing. And yeah. it, it, it's something that, like, people say all the time. You're like, oh, you know, youth is wasted on the young. They don't know what they have until it's gone. It's true, because in the moment you feel like, oh, God, things have got to get better than this. And then all of a sudden you're 22, and this is, this, it but was as good stop. as it got. That doesn't stop. People yeah, continue it just to keeps do that. Going. Like, you don't think about this moment right now as anything spectacular. But, like, 20 years down the road, you go, you'll be like, oh, that was oh, a fun day. I love when my tits pointed upwards. Like, that's oh my the kind God. Of thing that you remember. Things were so great back then. I the love when I didn't have so... bifocals. Like yeah, that exactly. <laughs> I could see the screen and not have to bat an eye. Like, it was just... Okay. It's Yeah, um, we're always going to have that looking but, back. Yeah, Anamoya and Nostalgia are, like, my two main oh, character traits. stop with the Anamoya? I haven't said it in so long, and you're hitting on me so hard. Well, every time you say it, you have to say what it is. No, I don't. Yes, you do. If if we have a loyal fan base, like I oh think we do, I'm they all know for the standalone. I'm all for the standalone. So, Anamoya is when you have nostalgia for a period of time that you weren't actually alive for. You know what we should do? We should have like a, a footnotes for every episode, right? Right with our no our thing, all of our terms. That if people are like, what the hell are they talking about? They could just look in the footnotes. Just, that'd be a whole transcript then. Yeah. Because. Our like, whole section. You don't even get a description of the episode. Okay. You just have footnotes. Next. Next. So, uh, onto our Fan Theory Fight Club for this week. Um, this is a show that's a bit harder to watch because it's streamed and it's only streamed on Apple TV here. Yeah, we're not going to go into the details. Else. This is our but fan theory we, fight club. Well, I want to go into the details because no. I love this show without you ruining it by shitting on it with a stupid fan theory. Or if it's awesome, you know, great fan theory. But I, I just say, have a feeling it's say, not going to be that great. Okay, so, the, so we're discussing theory? Ted Lasso. Belief doesn't just happen because you hang something up on a wall. All right? It comes from in here, you know? And up here. Down here. Only problem is we all got so much junk floating through us, a lot of times we end up getting in our own way. Oh, crap like envy or fear, shame. I don't want to mess around with that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Do you? No. 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 Do you? No. No. No, me neither. Hell no. Now, you know what I want to mess around with? The belief that I matter, you know? Regardless of what I do or don't achieve. Or the belief that we all deserve to be loved. Whether we've been hurt, or maybe we've hurt somebody else. Or what about the belief of hope? Yeah, that's what I want to mess with. Believing that things can get better. That I can get better. That we will get better. Oh, man. To believe in yourself, to believe in one another, man, that's, that's fundamental to being alive. And look, yo, hey, if you can do that, if each of you can truly do that, can't nobody rip that apart. 
see you all Monday. So the fan theory for Ted Lasso is that Ted is Jesus. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So this is actually a theory that came from a, about a year ago from, I think there's more than one of these, but I'm looking at Reddit right now, GED underscore 1973. Um, Here's to you. <laughs> all I can think is that GED is like his education level and that's where he decided to stop. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's that's mean. I don't actually mean that. I'm or they're like, to... or it's like um, Gordon Edwards Davis created this. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that initials. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the theory is basically that he is Jesus, and that the whole show is just the life of Christ being retold. Um, oh my god. Now here's the here's the supports from this particular theory. They say he's the patron saint of good cheer, compassion, and forgiveness. His whole mantra for the team that he puts up on the wall is believe. And that's a big part of it. Everyone around him when they first meet him doubts him, dislikes him, condescends, he turns the other cheek, he's very nice to them, and eventually they all fall in love with him and worship him. Um they also say that, like, the, the Jesus Christ story... I'm not very religious, so, like, I, I can't really back this up. And I'm less religious than she is, so... <laughs> I'm religious just enough... All facts are coming from the just... Re like, the bare minimum <laughs> education on religion. She's our expert on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm religious just enough to answer Jeopardy questions. That's the extent. And I'm religious enough to not be able to answer any of the religious-based Jeopardy <laughs> questions. So, so... An angry, impulsive, and emotional character, Peter, from the Jesus story, would be Roy Kent. Mary Magdalene, who reforms herself, is the former topless model turned businesswoman Keely. Uh, Nate is Judas, uh, because he very obviously and literally betrays Ted to the media. Um, someone said that, do or sorry, he said that, she said that, I don't know. Whoever this user was GED. on Reddit. GED. Yeah, GED. We're going to say Jed. Jed okay. said. Um, Doc is a modern-day Nicodemus. I've never heard this name before. This is why I don't think I'm very religious. Nicodemus, who begins as a skeptic but comes awake convinced of Ted's miracles. Like Jesus, Ted is relentlessly preaching love and forgiveness to everyone, um, but when he has dark moments of self-torment, he's usually alone. And, and that's the extent of it. And this is roughly starting from the end of season two. So this is on so the basis just before season three began. Just before season three began, this is basically where they're basing all of this information from. So thoughts? I think it just fits into a nice little box that this just happens to happen in the show because most these are shows, character tropes. Yeah, these are everything. Yeah. Everybody's Jesus. Yeah, you always have the person who's always yeah. happy and trying to do good like that's usually Leslie the, nope that's usually the protagonist then you have the one that's crotchety and grumpy which would be Ron Swanson and if you're going with the Parks and Rec and yeah. this you'd have Ron Swanson yeah. or Roy Kent and Ted Lasso you have one that Dwight and and um Michael yeah yeah like you 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 have this happen with most because yeah. it's a trope it, it's it just happens to fall in the same yeah. So what we're really saying is Ted Lasso follows the Jesus trope is what we're is yeah. what we're and so does everything else. Yeah. So, um yeah, I don't I, it it lines up. I'm not really, saying that it's not, you know, on like on founded evidence. Like I'm not saying that. Uh, I just I think it just Do happens you know where to I work. almost bought it though? I almost bought this theory is the believe thing. 
The belief thing? Yeah, yeah, that is, like, the one thing that's going against it, but they're going with it, I mean. Um, uh, but, but it's it's a, it's a long stretch. But a lot of people just put believe up during the Olympic Games. That doesn't mean we have a Jesus complex every four years. Oh. But, Do you think the Jesus complex ever ended? I yeah. think so. there's a lot of people with the Jesus complex but that's consistent. Belief in general is something that's often preached. You know, perseverance, you know, don't self-doubt, just, you know... Constantly have faith is always something that people have, no matter what religion you're in. They always try to have that so that you always see a silver lining. You always try to be positive because no one wants people to be pessimistic all the time. That's why people always preach that. I have to read something to you. I can't it's say. It's a comment on this Reddit user's theory. Okay, you can tell me the joke in a sec because I can okay. already tell it's going to be something funny. Um, <laughs> separate to this, I like, for something that's really odd for me is, you know that I'm not a particular fan of people that are always happy in things because I find it often comes off as fake or disingenuous um you, like have you ever felt that when you see all these happy people you're like you're not really happy like you're just you're trying to be happy like it feels forced when I watch I'm not that judgmental when I watch Ted Lasso he is the one person that he being happy all the time I don't feel like he's, he's being not fake. happy all the time exactly but he, tr like, him actively trying to be doesn't feel necessarily as forced as people constantly just happening to be happy. Yeah. It, you can see that he's having that struggle. He's struggling on his own, but he tries to put on a brave face and, like, buck up and be positive, be supportive of others. Just all I'm trying to be a good person. It doesn't work. Most people try to be a more positive person. Well, you know what? I could be... I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to change that right now. About <laughs> I try to do that at work. I just realized that is not um, everyone. I like that just because it, it's one of the few, if not the only time, that I've seen someone be positive and I believed that they actually were positive. Did you it believe? Yeah, I did. I believed. You believed. I I'm reformed. I'm a lassoian. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like that about him. I also, I know that they, he basically said this himself, Jason Sudeikis did, that, uh, we're not gonna get a Ted and Rebecca love story, but I want it so freaking bad. Like, I would get, I, I would I don't. start, I, I would. I love her, 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 well, where it left off in season two. They I broke up, though. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. Anyway. Get back together. No, I didn't, I didn't like that for boom, them. Boom, 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 I didn't like boom, that for boom. them. I, I, the, the fact that they're constantly, like, leaning on each other and so supportive of each other, like, it's such good groundwork for a healthy relationship romantically that I was like, oh, I want it to happen. He already basically said it's not going to happen, but I can have hope. Yeah. Uh, and I also love the whole Roy and Keeley dynamic. I love that. And he's I, here. He's there. He's, he's there. every fucking way. He's Roy, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Kent. Yeah, I, I love it. Roy Kent. I, there's a that shirt that has that on it. That was my theory. That was going a, to be my fan theory. There is a shirt that has that on it. I want it so badly. That was going to be my and fan And I don't theory. care that I can't wear it to work. I want it so I bad. I actually <laughs> mentioned this at work, and I, I at, it was uh, on online. And you went, he's and every effing where. No, I didn't say it. <laughs> he's everywhere is all I wrote in the comments so that it would go up, because I, I was muted at the time, but I put it in the comment. And immediately... My boss's boss's boss got, or <laughs> I don't think that's right, but got back in the comment and was like, you missed a word. Yeah. And I started to laugh so hard. Yeah. Because we're both a fan of the series. Yeah. I love, but back on what I was, what I was trying to say was, I love the Roy and Keeley dynamic. I love how kind of, um, they change each other. They're supportive of each other. Even though they're not together at the end of, uh, last season or it's implied they're not together. 
Uh, I think if I'm correct based on the spoilers that I have because I follow a lot of fan accounts, I think they're back together now, uh, which makes me happy. Uh, I also my, my I also appreciate Sorry, I the I appreciate the arc that they've had for Jamie Jamie Tarts. I like that arc because he's such an asshole initially, and he's like you know I, I'm the star, yeah. you work around me, and then he he's learning you know he is one of like eleven players or ten players or something like yeah. that. It's he a, has to learn I, to pass the ball. I love Ted Lasso because it it, it is a feel good show. You yeah. end up feeling good from watching it. I yeah. love it. It, I wish everywhere was Ted Lasso. It's not necessarily a comedy, AC, nor is it a drama, it but it, you Richmond? still feel lighter when AC you watch Richmond? it. Richmond? Yeah, yeah. Is that the, the team? Yeah. Yeah, so I wish um, everywhere was that. Uh, I, I, I do love that. I love his kind of redemption as the time's gone on. I love that you also get some backstory for him. I like the friendship that's forming between him and Roy as well. I find that to be quite funny. So Roy. Roy was going to be my fan theory. Because people said that Can Roy... Can I finish my thought? I'm the sorry. last thing I wanted to say was Diamond Dogs. You remember Diamond Dogs? You know, yes. their little clique where they share what they need to share. Yeah. You know, love advice, anything like that. Diamond Dogs for life. Fan of that. I love it. I want that on a shirt, too. Two shirts I want, Charles. This Put is... it, write it down. <laughs> Put it in a book. Yeah, no. Possible not, gifts for my getting, sister. You're not getting a shirt from me. Oh, I don't, yeah, I'm I don't, yeah, you're not getting a shirt. Okay, what was your other theory that you were going to possibly mention? Oh, uh, they had a theory that Roy Kent was actually CG. And then oh, they God. showed a bunch of photos, and he he looks, looks too perfect. Like, his face <laughs> doesn't look real. It looks too perfect. So, I get it. It's like It looks like Uncanny Valley, where they made oh my a God. face. Oh, my God. I love the so theory. Funny. like, he's not real. <laughs> and they did. They thought he wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. That's so good. He's, he's my he's my favorite. I love Roy Kent. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, like. I think his delivery is exceptional. That's why he won. Didn't he win an Emmy last year for his role? Um, oh, I hope so. Brett Goldstein or Goldstein? I don't know yeah. how you say it. He's uh, there. He you you me like up. you like uh, Benny? I like Roy Kent. Roy Kent is. Mm. I don't think you understand. Oof. I like grumpy people. I like people who probably are a mess. Like Nick Miller so and you your like girl, Roy Kent? and I like Benny because he is a dreamy. But like, do you like Roy he's Kent? Like, he's like a dreamy fourteen-year-old oh. amongst ten-year-olds. Like it's. Can it's you answer delicious. my damn question? Do you like Roy Kent? Are yeah. You, is he yeah. like mwah, like an Italian chef kiss? Mwah. Do you just mean chef's kiss? I don't know why you're no, saying. No, he's gotta be Italian, so it's extra mwah. Where you, uh, where you throw the I'd hand. say he's chef's kiss. I don't know why you're saying Italian chef's kiss. I'll just stick okay, with well, chef's kiss. Okay, well, maybe I just like Italian food a little too much, so all the chef's kisses are Italian Every time chef's you say kisses. Italian chef's kiss, all I'm seeing is, like, that scene in Lady and the Tramp where I'm, he's like, I made you spaghetti, yeah, and then they just start it. eating. That's it. That's it. That's the chef's that's kiss That's what I'm seeing. Because that hand, that hand gesture for me is, like... I love that you're still doing Italian. it and no one can see you. I know no one can... Well, you we can. We should vlog instead because you you're being so animated. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I'm reading um, the comment on the, off of this theory okay. and then Last thing on. before we get into our Twist the Sister, which this I have the 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 luck of the draw of not having to twist you this week. Okay, all right. I was going to object Tell me. something, but no. Um, okay, so th this is from the user doitup69 which, take from that what you will, immediately responded to this theory as, I'll never forget the classic Ted Lasso scene of Ted feeding the whole team with one order of fish and chips, or when he turned water into a pint of ale. 
<laughs> so I I was like, yes. And then someone Username to be, you know And then they just piled on. Like, yeah. it's a Reddit thread, so you know, it just They're didn't all gonna take a that. good shit on it. People talking about healing blind fans <laughs> and fashioning whips out of the cord of whistles and lots of things like that. So so it, it got it went down uh, a hole after that, but did whatever. it go down a hole, Charles? It went down a, an interesting <laughs> hole, and the only way to save it was to Ted Lasso and pull them out. Yeah, but don't bump. I got one an episode, so let me have it. I love that you're the drums for your own joke. Oh yeah, like, I no, have, no I have to be. I don't see funny. you doing it. My my arms are crossed, so oh, it's definitely God. not happening. <laughs> So, on to our Twist the Sister segment this week. You get to twist me, and I am prepared for it. This movie, just as a little bit of a spoiler, seen it recently. I own it. I feel You like own this movie? I do. What? I you, do. But you don't like it. I got it in a trio pack. What are you hating on me for? What What was in the pack? Uh, mean Girls, Clueless, and this. Okay. Um, so, that, so, go on. Say what it is. Uh, we're talking about She's the Man. I just always say the wrong thing. Okay. Alright, come on, let's get up. I want to try something where I'm going to act like a girl, and you're going to talk to me, okay? Do, do I have to? Yes, because I'm Viola. Duke, nice to meet you. Okay, that was creepy. You really just sounded like a girl just then. I used to imitate my sister all the time. I got really good at it. Come on, get up. <laughs> come on, ask me some questions, and if the chemistry's right, things will just start flowing. Hmm, uh... Questions about what? Anything. Ask me if I like cheese. Um, okay. Do you like cheese? Why, yes, I do. My favorite's Gouda. Oh, <laughs> I like Gouda too? See? See what? We're flowing. Oh, we're talking about cheese. So what? Flow is flow. Uh, now, she's the man. I watched it. And I went in being really excited because I know that there's different pop culture things that have, like, been redone and, um... Redone? Like, you know, when people do an homage to something, like, Otis, when he had the tampons up his nose in, like, the first season of Sex Education, (laughs) is kind of a reference to She's the Man, um, and stuff like that. So I was prepared to be like, oh yeah, that's so iconic, and I get why it's iconic, but I watched it, and it's I... It's not f- iconic. I, w- I found it to be more cringeworthy than... Like, I was cringing more than I was swooning over the romantic elements. And that's just how I feel about it. Well, so I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with you're that. You're supposed to twist me, yeah. so... No, no, Try to I, find a I, hole in what I said, Chelsea. <laughs> Don't just jump in line. I kind of, I kind of agree with that. So it's, it's not critically, like, the best movie anyway. Like, it's, it's treated kind of like a whatever kind of movie, right? It's a shame because I like Mediocre. Channing Tatum as Channing well. Tatum's it's... character is great in this. So, yeah. okay, so very quick story about this. If, if you... If you've not seen this, the I can't believe I'm saying this, but if we have Shakespeare fans out there... Like it's twelve Like you. It's Twelfth Night. And it's an adaptation of Twelfth Night. If you've seen other... You've probably seen other things like this, like Ten Things I Hate About You is The Taming, is of, the Taming of the Shrew. And you love that movie. Well, what's, what's the other one? The basketball one that's supposed to be Othello with Julia oh, Stiles? That's oh. embarrassing. Oh. Oh is a very bad movie. Saw it. It was embarrassing I told to watch. you never watch Oh, and yet I, you don't I, No, I didn't watch it by my choice. It was in my English class. They put it on, and I was like, why would you do we, we've this? We've gone off No already. one deserves this. Anyway, okay. Shakespeare Lovers, Twelfth it's Night. Twelfth Night. Let's continue. It's Twelfth Night, and I quite enjoy... I quite enjoy the story 
of Twelfth Night. Oh, it's not my favorite, but it, I haven't it's finished good. Twelfth Night. But now that I and it's, like, it's I already know it's that. It's a classic gender so. gender play, gender reversal type of movie. Yeah. Um, type of play to start off with, and it's like Mrs. Doubtfire, but romantic. <laughs> no, not quite like Mrs. Doubtfire, but you know, in that in that whatever. Um, in the same it arena. Is, yeah, it is in the same arena because basically they're switching genders to get what they want. So there is that element. So I guess you could say it's a little like Mrs. Doubtfire, but it's a bit of a stretch. So um, why don't you just give a bit of Ama- backstory? Yeah, Amanda Bynes is the star of this movie. She plays Viola. Um, this is d- during Amanda Bynes's heyday, I would say, or just going into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Where she, she was, was in a everything. great a physical comedy actress at this time. I think she was. Well, she did what I like about you, which I loved when it was on. It great was show. was it on CW? We used to watch that at like two or three right after you came home from school. No, I watched it before you were born. I think is when. But it then first the, came when it was on TV, you watched we were the reruns. It. Yeah, you watched the reruns. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I loved it too. I thought it was a great show. Yeah. It was an, it was interesting. That's how I got introduced to Jenny Garth. Okay. I didn't get introduced to her through nine hundred two one zero. I got her through what I like about it you. It was great. It was a great series. I quite enjoyed that. Anyway, so Amanda Bynes. If you like Amanda Bynes, you will like this movie. If you don't like Amanda Bynes, you will not like this movie. That's not true. You do like Amanda Bynes. Yeah. So hold on. I, well, I, I wouldn't say that I, like, love her, but I, I like her enough to watch her stuff. Yeah. So I feel like that how you feel will rate where you feel about this film to a certain extent. Because this is very much her movie. She is... Okay, so going back to the story, she is um, in a predicament because she wants to be part of... She wants to, she wants to be a she's, soccer star. She's an amazing soccer player, but they won't let her play because they don't have a girls team. She only has the option of being on a boys team, but she can't be on a boys team because she has no Y chromosomes. So, this <laughs> she is where breaks we are. up with her boyfriend who is a um, dick. Well, yeah, but he he's very blatantly sexist and tells her well, he, he acts like she is good at soccer because she's with him. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, somehow he her talent her in front of is, the like, coach. summed up And basically says him. that she's talentless, and, yeah. and they cancel the team, and all as a result. So now yeah. she has nowhere, no outlet for all of her soccer skills, and she wants to build And her that. aggression, because now she's pissed. Yeah. So she, she also has a twin bro- twin brother? Twin? He's supposed to be your twin. It looks nothing like it her. looks nothing like her. So, so it's, not it, identical. It ain't no parent trap where they it's just got identical. the same person to do not it twice. Not an identical twin. Um, and she, <laughs> she says to him, no, she doesn't actually tell him, does she? No. no so he, he has no idea. He goes. For he's a bit a of a troublemaker. He, he he's not a troublemaker. Well, he's, he's a, a re- musician. He's a rebel in comparison because the parents are like, "You're going to go he's to this nice school." He's glidy. Yeah. And he takes he's flights. Like, he's like, and I, he's not in the rest I got of the a movie, gig. Really. I got a gig. I'm going to be out of town for a while. Cover for me, kind of thing. And she's like, "This is perfect." And someone has just mistaken his his girlfriend actually has just mistaken Amanda Bynes for him just because she kind of dressed kind of. Tomboyish, I guess yeah. is how you would describe Apparently, it. if you're Masculine. a girl and you wear baggy it, pants, yeah, you're the, a guy. The, it's a, a bit of a line. Anyway, so whatever. It sets it up. Um, she decides that she's going to go to his school and pretend to be a boy. So and join the soccer, team, the soccer team. And, you know, kick her boyfriend's ass but by starts... playing on the rival team. <laughs> That's what it is. It starts to go amiss for, for a, a lot Almost instantly. Reason. Yeah. And, I mean... The, the poster actually says it all. It says, everybody has a secret. Duke, this is Channing Tatum, wants Olivia, I can't remember that girl's name, who likes Sebastian, who is really Viola, whose brother is dating Monique, so she hates Olivia, who's with Duke, to make Sebastian jealous, who is really Viola, who's crushing on Duke, 
who thinks she's a guy. And that's actually the entire story. That it's is the entire poster. story. You just said that so fast, though, that I was, like, following. I got lost, and then I came right back at the end. And it's complicated as a result. So, like, us explaining it is not really going to help. Basically, red likes yellow, but yellow's with blue. But blue likes... But blue is really yeah. green, but you yeah. didn't know it. Blue likes red. Green Red's is really dressing orange. up like blue. Red is really orange. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so that's basically what it's about. Now, the reason why I like this movie, though is because of the physical comedy and because of like little moments. There the there's a moment where Amanda like Amanda Bynes again, if you don't like Amanda Bynes, you're not going to like this. But Amanda Bynes is describing herself but she's dressed up as her brother and is describing herself yeah. to Channing Tatum and it's just like well, go with your heart. You know, who do you want to see naked and stuff like that? And, like, she's going through all of these moments. She's thinking that she sounds super guyish. Yeah, she's doing her very best. And it's, no. And, and at <laughs> one point she says, okay, I'm going to pretend to be a girl, and you got to talk to me to get a conversation going, because Channing Tatum is supposed to be playing a very shy guy. Yeah, and which in no universe do you believe yeah. Channing Tatum is a shy guy. But we're going we're gonna to pretend, and we're going to say that Channing Tatum is a shy guy. So, it's like when Chad Michael Murray's a secret what? poet she in, the says the same in the thing. It's the same thing with Chad Michael Murray being a secret shy poet guy in Cinderella Story. Like that's I've never seen a Cinderella Story. He's a football player who kind of wants to be a poet. It's the like it's the jokiest thing I've ever seen in my life. You love Jennifer Coolidge in it. You would eat her up. She's I love the villain. Coolidge and everything. She's the villain. You'd yeah. love it. So anyway, um, I've lost track of what I was saying. Oh, okay. He's so, a poet. So he's shy. He's not a poet. No, Amanda, he's shy. Amanda Bynes <laughs> was like, what do you mean you're shy? You're hot. And he goes, huh? Because Amanda Bynes is dressed up as a guy. And he's like, what? I love your version. What do you mean you're shy? It's, you're it's hot. A, it's a very heteronormative sort of storyline as well, though. Nobody's like crushing on. No one's gay. People talk about, no like, on, on Instagram. Specifically on Instagram, because that's like my main source of social media. Uh, people talk about how they, she should have been gay and, like, forget Channing Tatum and been with the one that Channing Tatum had an initial crush Olivia? on. Olivia? Yeah. yeah. Because Olivia warned her. I'm all for that storyline. I am all for that storyline. Yeah. Anyway, um... It would have been a, a bit of a... a but they start talking about cheese. The time, they start talking about cheese. And he says, yeah. she says, ask me about cheese. Which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. But then he starts asking about cheese and, uh, she's like, I like Gouda. He goes, wow, you sound really like a girl. Keep going, keep going, keep the flow going. Keep saying, keep the flow going. And he goes, I like Gouda too. And she goes, there you go, you got the flow going. And then he's like, we're talking about cheese. I don't know why, <laughs> but that whole scene I think is so funny. It's funny I, because it's, the it's delivery. insane. It's the it's nonsensical madness. But it's Shakespeare. It Shakespeare yeah. does have like nonsense yeah. moments. Yeah. So like, if you have an appreciation for high level art, you can appreciate yeah. this lowbrow art because yeah. it's the same thing. That's the that is the one thing that I think was missing from that O, which isn't a good adaptation of Othello. Just I love Othello. How can I, I fuck that yeah, up? I love Othello so much, and my favorite part of Othello, I already told you, is uh, Iago's wife. I love her more than anything. She Amelia, is Amelia. You yes. like him? Yes. You listen to him? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. You listen to him? Yeah. My oh husband. Oh my god. It, the thing that gets my me, husband. Yes, the my, my husband is what gets husband. me. Because you can tell, this is like an episode of Real Housewives for just a split second, for Amelia's reaction when Othello's just like, your husband told me my wife was having an affair, so I had my wife murdered. My and she's husband like, told you? She's like, you? my dickhead husband who lies yeah. about everything, including the color of his undies. Yeah. You believed him yeah. over your wife. Yeah. Your wife who loved you. She just needs like, to do finger so, snaps. Yeah, it it's, is it's so funny. It's such a funny moment. 
It and feels out tell, of place yeah, in Shakespeare. It's, it's in like writing. someone put a real housewife in Shakespeare for one moment <laughs> and then just pulled her out yeah. of the, again. Yeah. Because she has so much attitude. Great scene. And it, that alone, it's basically the end of the play as well. So I was sitting there, and yeah. we were at the end of it, and there was no questions about this specific part. And all I was thinking was, I could write a whole essay about how she's a Just real housewife. Just one moment, yeah. Yeah, like, I could really jump into that. But instead, they were like, what are the themes through setting Othello of this? And I was like, who cares about the setting? I want to talk about Amelia. Yeah, Othello has one of the best, I, I think, in my opinion, the best Shakespeare play. And it was the first one I ever took my husband to to go see. Um, I, I have I a soft spot for Taming of the Shrew because, because I don't like I Ten Things. I've read the play. It's not the same as, as yeah. watching Ten Things. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, I like. Um, but I told you I like the whole bet trope. So like, I'm a bit of a sucker. There's tons for, of those. though. Yeah. it doesn't. I, I anyway, I love Othello. I, yeah, Othello. I I liked Othello more than it. My Macbeth, husband booed, but I also love yeah, Rome, Romeo and Juliet. He booed when everyone was applauding. For the villain, because he's like, I hate him. He's terrible. And, and they were and like, then got that's embarrassed, good. Got embarrassed. But the guy, because we had front row seats, so the guy saw us <laughs> when he was booing, and he just smiled because he was. He's like, like I did a good he, job. He got, you hate me. Yeah, exactly. You hate me, which yeah. means I'm brilliant. Yeah. And and uh, like, if I had had more time on my hands, I would absolutely gone and shaken his hand because he did play it like a pro. Yeah. He's so good. Anyway, the villains we're, are always... we're so off topic. Yeah. We're just talking about Shakespeare. Yeah, we got dis- what the hell? Um, what? We like Shakespeare. <laughs> and, and hold on, there was one other thing that I wanted to tell you. Yeah, for me it's like Romeo and Juliet and Othello oh. were like my things. Physical comedy. So, yeah. So there's another moment in this where she's like switching back and forth, which is very Mrs. Doubtfire now that you've said it, and now that's all I can think about. <laughs> and she's switching back and forth because her mom needs to see her and needs to see the brother at the same place at the same time. And it's funny because but she... But everybody's around. You haven't explained. She also has like... It's not like this girl just puts her hair up in a bun and puts a baseball cap on and she thinks she looks like a guy. She goes through a whole thing. Like, she puts yeah. on a wig and everything. Fake, to... fake sideburns? Yeah, fake sideburns thinking that she looks like her brother. And she does it in like five seconds, which yeah. is amazing because that... Like that shit. The glue for Halloween. The glue that and shit takes me hours. Yeah, I don't know how she's doing this, but anyway. So there's a scene where she, uh, as the as her, her actual self, as you're a talking female, about the carnival. Yes, as yeah. a female self, she gets uh, uh, grabbed really quickly by her ex boyfriend. Like he grabs her on the arm and says, "Hey, hey, where are you rushing to? I just can't just talk to me." And she's like, "No, we're not together. Like this is not a conversation we're having." And he goes, oh, is this because of the soccer thing? This is because of all your soccer issues? Can't you be, like, a girl for, like, five seconds? And this is why I think you should like this movie, because you just told me about the Sandlot. You play ball like a girl. Yeah, I like that. that. I like that and portion is, of it. this whole movie is yeah. about the... Yeah, I like the on girl. Your side. Yeah, no, I like that part of it. My That's issue, all of it. Yeah, but I said to you, my issue is that when I'm watching it, actually watching it, I feel like I'm more embarrassed for characters and cringing than I am like swooning over. This is a great message. They're totally in love. That's kind of cute. That's kind of funny. I feel like I'm overwhelmed with more of the embarrassing stuff than the rest of the story. It just feels like. Who it, are you embarrassed for? Different people and situations. <laughs> I watch a lot Maybe. of stuff and I'm cringing like, God, if that was me, I'd die. Like, that's how I, I, I don't get it. I don't think I can prove this to you. Anyway, that, that's, that, sorry, that, going back to that scene, that was the, the great physical comedy scene, in my opinion. He says, for like five seconds, she's like, okay. And she puts up her hand and is like counting it with her fingers. One, two, three, four, five. And she's like, ah, it wasn't about soccer. It is actually because you're a jerk. Oh, time's up. And she takes her, her hand and yeah. just slaps him. Yeah. And walks off, but it is so perfectly and so quickly timed 
that it's hilarious. Yeah. I could watch that on loop. What it you're talking so about reminds me of a specific episode. Do you remember the episode of Buffy? I probably sent it to you. When Buffy sees Spike, and, Bu and just a little bit of backstory, with Buffy... We as don't I've need backstory on no, Buffy. Just as get I mentioned to the before, point. Spike is like a villain at the time. She doesn't fully trust him or anything, and he's hanging around so her season house. season two, Spike. No, no, no. It's later. She still doesn't trust him, because she doesn't trust him really until like season five or six. He's a reformed villain at this point. But he's, it's because he's, he's got the chip. Anyway, it's not important. They still don't know, like, how reformed he is if he's, like, sneakily doing evil shit. Anyway, well, she says, you know, because he's hanging around her house and kind of, like, spying on them. She's like, you have... Greatest love story, by the way. Tell... Yeah, I know. I devastating. love the love story. She turns around and says, explain why you're here. Five words. And he goes, out for a walk, bitch. Because he has <laughs> yeah, an extra he has word. The and it one. is so funny. Yeah. Because he says it like, oh, wait, I have an extra one. He put, looks mm. at his finger and it isn't quite sure yeah. what to and, and it cracks up. And it reminded me of exactly what you're saying when she does the her reasons in five seconds and then slaps him. Yeah. It's the same kind of, like, um, not sarcastic, but, like, witty attitude that I just eat up. Yeah. Which, uh, that's one of the moments that I really enjoyed, that what you're talking about. Yes. I really like that. But I still think that there it, there's cringy moments in it that made right. me dislike it a bit. I what are you say, cringing at? Like, I can't, I can't fight. What you won't give me. Give me something. Give me something to fight. Give it to me! <laughs> okay. Um, it, it, no, it, you, do you ever watch something and you're like, oh God, if that was happening to me. Like, here's a perfect no. example. What we talked about. I have about, catharsis. With, with, it's not happening with, to me. With, Great. With Zach and Mary, when they're at the prom, which we talked about Zach last Zach and Mary from last week. Yeah. Okay, let's go back in time. Um, in in that whole prom situation and she's like all she wants to say to him is i want to take you back to my place and i want to screw you that's what she really wants to say but okay. instead she's like holding his hand and she's acting like she's got something wrong with her like she's giggling and like she's moving, having a full hannah montana moving, like moment. moving her body all funny yeah. and everything she's like <laughs> like doing really weird shit and i'm and i'm like watching it and i can feel myself being like oh my god stop just stop doing act normal you were normal five seconds ago Wake up! Like, no. stop it! No, I have those moments Because I think constantly. Seth Rogen is a hottie. It's a weird thing that I have. I love his laugh. His laugh kills me. I it, love It annoys Seth the shit out of Dad. His laugh cracks me up. The, uh, like, I think it, Seth It sounds Rogen, like he's high as he laughs. I find Seth Rogen quite attractive. And it's weird because he's not... He, like, I can't explain it. Well, I don't he, know he why I find him attractive. He talks about constantly how he doesn't find himself attractive. And you're sitting there and you're just like, you dream them. I do. I find him extremely attractive. It's, I don't know what it was. It, I just don't know It's almost like day. you're fanning yourself. You're like adjusting your collar. I am. I am fanning myself with my collar. <laughs> you're adjusting like, your collar. like, attractive oh, individual. Yeah. No, but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think so, that happens so with a few my, people, though. A few people that you're like, that doesn't do anything for anyone else, but it does something for me. I have a couple weird ones, yeah. Yeah. And but, I would count him among the weird ones, especially because I can't explain it. I just, that picture together. <laughs> oh, I, I love him in, he got a leading, well, I mean, he's been a leading man for a lot of things, but he he was in that movie with Charlize Theron. Um, you're talking about? Po political one. And oh, it's Blind freak. Spot or something, Shot or something like that. Oh, Long Shot. Long yeah. Shot, that's it. I think See? that I knew was, it was an awkward. I think that was when it dawned on me that I was like, interesting yeah. fella. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. And then I went back and I was like, yeah, no, no, it works. It works across the board here. So yeah. yeah. So he's an interesting um, one on my list. So we've got an in for who Chelsea's into. Yeah. If you look um, like Seth Rogen, hello. And you also got an in for mine. I like, I like young Mike Vintar. Or Roy Kent, apparently. Yeah. And, this and episode is just I like been Jeremy Sumter. Us listing yeah. people we find hot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hot I, people unite! Yeah. Sorry, that, that's actually a complete and utter segue. Sorry, Seth Rogen is in Zack and Mary. I, d- I didn't say that, did I? He plays Zack and Mary is We the already one... discussed it last week. It's okay. Okay. They so, already know what we're talking yeah. about. You and if me. they don't, they never will, because we're crazy like that. Like, we, we we believe in tangents. Okay, so do you feel at all twisted about She's the Man? Well, I already told you I only felt lukewarm about it, so I so feel, do a, little feel a little warmer to it. That's a twist! Yeah. What a twist! I'm not a Twizzler, but twisted, you've got me exercising. Twisted you go like a piece of pasta. What's that pasta called? Rotini? Are you twisted like a rotini. I'm not rotini level. Not, yeah, you're rotinied. No. I rotinied you. You know what I'm like? I'm like a penny. Like, I I, I flattened and, and started <laughs> so to twist a So not twisted at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know when it comes, like, you've got, I like, mac and like cheese. I twisted, like, a straight line You know the, the mac road. and cheese? You know the mac and cheese? Oh. You know, it's, a, it's like, full-on circle. Oh, my God. I'm a penny. I flattened a little because I'm exercising a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm no yeah, longer I'll the chubby you. mac. I'll I'm flatten the, you. I'm not the chubby macaroni. I'm oh. the flat penny. Okay. Um, so... But yeah, uh, yeah. Long I, I, story you could short, say I was a little twisted I think for the she's the man. Yeah, so yeah, you could say I'm a little twisted. Yeah, I, I'd watch it again, but I, I probably wouldn't watch it again anyway. Um, <laughs> like I'm lying, I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah, I've got it in okay. the trio pack. I'll remember it's there eventually. So that that is our sports week. We have so many sports movies. That yeah, we it was hard to kind of narrow it down for this one. We because went with the, we went with the non-traditional ones. We wanted to try like ones that people. Well, Ted Lasso is mainstream now, but even that, it's harder to watch it. So we've got people a don't niche. think of it as a sports movie, though. They don't necessarily think of it as a sports sp- show or sports show. Yeah, they don't think of it as a sports. I don't know how anyone can watch that last and be like, it's not a sports show. Soccer is the oh thing God. that's bringing the people together. But I see Ugh. what you're saying. People Ugh. have been like, oh, it's an ensemble. You, you know what, you know what I've been watching that I, th- well, actually I finished it, but, um, was Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham is yes, like Ryan a Ted Lasso. Reynolds it's like and, Ted Lasso in real life um, almost. And him from It's kind Always of, Sunny in Philadelphia. Quite. Yeah. I was <laughs> devastated when he pulled out from, uh, being the owner of the Sens. Oh. I would have actually liked the Suns more had Ryan Gosling owned them. Okay, so we're, we've gone off on a You weird know the Ottawa Senators. Okay, I'm done talking about sports. Do you understand like, my hockey reference? No, no. It, okay. If it's not in a movie, I don't care. Other than Rex, I know. I know what because it's, it's in a movie it, now. You it's care in a about movie. it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Didn't Jesus. give a shit before. No, oh Jesus! Yeah, they put it in a documentary, and that made all the difference for Chi-Chi. So, for Chi-Chi? Yeah, I'm Chi-Chi. I thought you were Chaus. I go by many names. <laughs> many, many names. Some we won't some say on good, here. Some are good, some are bad. <laughs> but <sighs> I hope you enjoyed our sports week. You hope they enjoyed our sports week. Yeah. Go watch sports movies, sports shows, Ted Lasso, She's the Man, The Sandlot. And go watch you, them now. And if you look like Seth Rogen, give me a call. And if you look like Mike Vitar when he was 14, but for some reason you're over 18 so it's legal, get in touch with me. I got weirdly specific. All right. Well, they they can't like date a kid. That's a crime, Chelsea. I'm not suggesting you do. <laughs> but like, you were like that was oddly specific. It was oddly well, if specific. If I'm not specific, a 14 year old be like, I look I'm like pretty, him. I'm pretty sure that that. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Before we have a criminal case on our hands. Bye.